Um, I think that we will get quite a fair amount of letter to you. I think ghosts will be there burning train. Uh, basically all the uh, uh, band ones that we've been anticipating. Western Stars, I, as much as I'd like Western Stars and how much I want it to be on tour, I don't think it will be a, maybe a song, but I've heard that it's not that much. And I don't know. It's a shame, in my opinion, because a few days ago, I was listening to The Wayfarer, and I was really vibing. And I was like, this this might be cool to hear on tour, but I don't, I don't think we're going to get much Western stars. Yeah, so I think that Letter to You will get, like Laura said, probably a pretty fair amount. Um, Ghost definitely going to be up there. That was the song that, like, when Letter to You first came out, I listened to that one on repeat, specifically because I hadn't seen um, a show with the full band. So that was, like, my way of, like, my little escapism for imagining what my first E Street show would be like. Um, but yeah, as far as Western Stars goes, I think that we'll maybe get like, I think it'll be kind of random, honestly. I feel like it'll be like a classic, like Bruce surprise where it's like, oh, here's a random song from Western Stars. And I would say if there had to be any Western Stars song, I was thinking maybe Tucson Train, something more upbeat. And I know Steve Van Zandt has also done a cover it as at his own concerts as well. So I was thinking, okay, maybe it's familiar, something that can get the crowd going. Um, but I agree. I mean, I love Western stars and wish it could be, you know, within a live set, but I understand sort of the tempo he's going for, you know, this tour. So I, I totally get why a lot of letter T would be on there and think again, like a lot of it will be played as well with like the staples of all the singles he's put out, but definitely don't think there'll be an equal balance between the two new releases. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special uh, Set Lusting Bruce episode as we celebrate September, the seventh anniversary of Set Lusting Bruce. Uh, we are hitting over 900 episodes. That is a lot of boss talk. And uh, to help celebrate, I have the next generation of Springsteen fandom. Uh, all of my guests tonight have been on the show before, and I am doing a roundtable because each of them has never seen the E Street Band, Bruce and the E Street Band perform. A couple of them had been Broadway, but none of them have seen the full power of the band. So... Uh, why don't we start, Rachel, introduce yourself to where you're calling from and uh, a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, so I'm Rachel. I'm from Cleveland. Um, I graduated college in December, so I'm just like figuring out the post-college work, being an adult thing. Um, so yeah. Good. All right, Laura. My name is Laura. I'm I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm 21 years old. I am figuring out grad school, working on my thesis, and doing class, I guess. Nothing wrong with that. And Kayla. Yeah, so my name is Kayla. I'm originally from Southern California, but going to be like Laura, incoming senior at the University of Pennsylvania. Super excited again to be on with you. And uh, I guess... If anyone's listening and has listened to the last couple of podcasts, also was on here recently to talk about the hurdle, which has been really great. So excited to be with everyone today. Yeah, um, I have um, when I put a call out in my mind, I thought, man, if I can get all three of these, I said they are all have great personalities. They are all 
exuberant Springsteen fans, and, and I just think there'd be good chemistry. So I, I really appreciate you guys taking your time. So um, we're going to start with you, Kayla. Just your overall thoughts on getting to see the band live for the first time. Yeah, no, there's a lot of thoughts. Um, for me personally, I've never seen Bruce at all, so not even Broadway, not anything. So April will be the first time that I see Bruce and the band live, and overall just really excited. I know we talked about this last time, but again, just kind of the circulating frustration a little bit with this upcoming tour due to ticket prices. But I think as you know, young fans, someone seeing him for the first time, excitement is definitely the prevalent sort of feeling for me in particular. And I'm sure for everyone else, but that's just a little synopsis as to how I'm feeling about the upcoming tour. All right. Hey, Laura, how about you? I'm feeling excited too. I'm in disbelief also. It still hasn't even sunk in for Broadway that I saw him. So I just, I'm in disbelief that it's happening. It feels so surreal, honestly, but I'll embrace it and have a good time. And Rachel? Yeah, so I'm in a very similar situation as Laura, which is kind of funny too, because we're both going to the same show. Um, But yeah, like today actually is one year since I saw Springsteen on Broadway. So um, yeah, I didn't even realize that until like two minutes ago. Um, But just the feeling of that was crazy and surreal when it was happening. So with this being like so far out from the actual tour date, at least the one I'm going to, um, it still like hasn't quite sunk in, but of course I'm super excited. I know like Kayla mentioned, there was definitely some feelings of frustration just with the whole like process of getting the tickets. But, um, I mean, the fact that I got a ticket is like, good enough for me. So I'm definitely very grateful for that. So you know how on Facebook, they will bring up something, hey, you posted this blank years ago. Well, today, it said, hey, you posted this six years ago. And it was me taping out in the street at the show in Jersey, the last East Street show I had gone to and so I could hear Chris screaming because he'd had a few beers like yeah and everything and it just made me just smile that you know it it's it's not till February for me and it's even longer for you guys right but it's like at least it's it's there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We are going to get more live music. So uh, I, I just think that's great. Um, so Laura, start with you. Your guess, how much How much letter to you and Western Stars do you think we're going to get? And I'm going to ask this for all of you. And how much of it do you think we'll get a quote unquote greatest hits or a retrospective? Um, I think that we will get quite a fair amount of letter to you. I think Ghosts will be there, Burning Train, uh, basically all the uh, uh, band ones that we've been anticipating. Western Stars, I, as much as I'd like Western Stars and how much I want it to be on tour, I don't think it will be. maybe a song but I've heard that it's not that much and I don't know it's a shame in my opinion because a few days ago I was listening to the Wayfarer and I was really vibing and I was like this this might be cool to hear on tour but I don't I don't think we're gonna get much western stars Rachel what's your thoughts Yeah, so I think that Letter to You will get, like Laura said, probably a pretty fair amount. Um, Ghost's definitely going to be up there. That was the song that, like, when Letter to You first came out, I listened to that one on repeat, specifically because I hadn't seen um, a show with the full band. So that was, like, my way of, like, my little escapism for imagining what my first E Street show would be like. Um, 
But yeah, as far as Western stars goes, I think that we'll maybe get like, I think it'll be kind of random. Honestly, I feel like it'll be like a classic, like Bruce surprise where it's like, oh, here's a random song from Western stars. Um, Just because I think that enough of that, like, I think some of them kind of, I don't know, in my opinion, like, I think some of the songs on Western stars would be really good in an E Street show. Um, but, you know, I mean, who knows? The way things are going, I anything could happen, and I would probably be totally caught off guard. So, Well, on the plus side, um, as I share with other people, if we just go, I don't know, it makes for a very short podcast. So, so speculation is the name of the game. Kayla, how about you? What's your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree with Rachel and Laura in the sense that we'll probably get a lot of um, Letter to You, but not a lot of Western stars. I think I was thinking about this earlier, and I would say if there had to be any Western star song, I was thinking maybe Tucson Train, something more upbeat. And I know Steve Van Zandt has also done a cover it as, at his own concerts as well. So I was thinking, OK, maybe it's familiar, something that can get the crowd going. Um, but I agree. I mean, I love Western stars and wish it could be you know, within a live set, but I understand sort of the tempo he's going for, you know, this tour. So I, I totally get why a lot of Letter T would be on there and think again, like a lot of it will be played as well with like the staples of all the singles he's put out, but definitely don't think there'll be an equal balance between the two new releases. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. So I I have another question, but I wanted you to bring up, and I don't know if Lauren... Rachel, I've got to hear your episode, but you brought up something, Kayla, that I thought was fascinating about how your fandom and the time you've enjoyed Western Stars and Letter to You. And go ahead, expand what your thought about that listening to those records. And then I want y'all's sure. thoughts on that. Yeah, no. So I was basically saying that, and it's kind of funny that the Born to Run is celebrating its 47th uh, you know, year of, since being released today. And, but my basic thoughts were that I became a, a fan in 2018. I'm not sure when each of you guys were, but 
I was just kind of saying that we've had an equal amount of time to sort of celebrate and appreciate Western stars and letter to you since its release, as opposed to, you know, fans who have been fans of his since the beginning, for instance, take born to run, who have been able to appreciate the album for 47 years. Whereas we've had an equal amount of time to, to relish in those albums of Western stars and letter to you. So I thought it was interesting that we've had an equal amount of time as opposed to, you know, these longtime fans who have been with them from the start. So Definitely would love to like hear your guys' thoughts on that, that as well. So just thought it was an interesting, you know, sort of thing to notice. Go ahead, Rachel. Yeah. Um, so okay, literally already it was like, wait, what point was I gonna make? <laughs> but I was I so I also became became a fan in 2018. So it was my freshman year of college, so it was a very easy way of remembering it. Um, but like just background a little bit is that so both my parents are big Bruce fans. So I was like very familiar with his music from the time I was like a little kid, but I didn't really get like do my deep dive until 2018. So of course that was right when like, you know, I feel like lots of stuff was starting up. Um, so 20, uh, this is gonna make me sound kind of dumb, but 2018, that was when Springsteen on Broadway first started, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, it was like I was trying to process in my mind, like being a new fan at the time, like, okay, this is something that's really cool that I didn't really know he did. You know, just the whole Broadway thing in and of itself was sort of like a surprise to me. Um, But then, you know, getting Western Stars, Letter to You, like everything since then. And then another Broadway revival, like everything was just it feels like it was the perfect time to become such a big fan because it's like we got all of these amazing surprises kind of um, along the way. So I can definitely relate to Kayla in that sense. Yeah, I'm going to get to you in a minute, Laurie, but I think it's interesting, right? Like, because if you think about it, you had Tunnel to Love and then like this long dry period or, you know, and then all of a sudden here you guys jump on the, you know, the train uh 2018 and you get immediately bump 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 and that's with a you know pandemic so um and i do i i I love the idea of these um fans that you know wear with a brat you know a little badge of honor well i saw him back in the darkness tour and the darkness tour was the greatest tour ever and everything and you're like look look dude I'm, I, you know, I got street cred on Letter to You at Western Stars just as much as you do. Laura, thoughts? Um, this is kind of different, but kind of related. I think it changed. I've been a fan since 2008. Uh, but I do think it does change your perspective. And I'll give an example. I would hear it in the car with my dad on a CD. And I just listened to the album start to finish. With that, I just was able to figure out what I liked about each song with like it with independently. And then when I was older, I realized some stuff and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like I learned that Bruce like re- released I'm on fire as a single on the Born in the USA album. And I'm like, why would he do that? That I would, if I was Bruce, I would have chosen a different song to be a single on the album. So it's interesting because there's just, I don't think I would have had these thoughts if I was there at the time, or maybe I'd think differently about songs because I'd hear them more. I have that issue with, because I wasn't on board right away with some of the early albums um some of those songs don't speak to me as much but you know kayla talked about that you know that first album is just in growing up specifically just it 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 touched her soul so you know it really is i i once said that you i don't think you can appreciate tunnel to love till you're a little bit older and you know have had your heart broken or you've been married for a while and i had a guy on there who was 19 and it's like tunnel loves my favorite album and i was like okay you know what the hell do i know um wait yes wait was that josh i i 
I can't remember which one, but yes, it was someone. Yeah. Yeah. I think I. Yeah. So uh, on Blogness on the Edge of Town, they just posted that there is a pretty heavy rumor that the next album we're going to get is a soul cover album. And uh, once again, there's, <laughs> I don't, it, it appears the curse of social media that no one ever says, oh, good. Let me wait and see what it sounds like, and then I'll have an opinion. Instead, it's immediately, oh, this is suck. Why would you give us this cover album? Or, oh, this will be the greatest thing ever. But unheard, totally wild speculations. Rach, what did you think when you heard about this and your thoughts? Um. So, honestly, my initial thought was, wow, that seems really random. Um. But, I mean... I feel like based on, you know, like I like letter to you, Western stars, completely different vibes. And then like Bruce being like, surprise, I'm going back on Broadway. Like, I never really know what to expect from this man. So that randomness sort of I was initially surprised and then I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I'm personally excited. I okay, I'm admittedly like I'm not. I feel like I'm one of those fans that some people would be like, oh, well, you just would like anything Bruce puts out. Well, you're probably right. Um, but I think that a lot of that is just just comes with being like such a big fan. And I don't know, like like we were talking about earlier, like the points at which you became a fan kind of affecting your whole perception um, on his discography and everything else. Um, but I feel like, I was I was 18 when I really got into my deep dive. So I feel like I was at the the perfect, like uh impressionable age, I guess. So I'm very excited. I know, like you said, social media being polar opera polar opposites, total extremes. People are super excited or they're super disappointed um for like you said, something that hasn't even one hasn't even come out yet two hasn't even been like um hasn't even officially like, been announced yeah, right yeah. it's been confirmed that was yeah. the word I for. yeah but yeah I mean I think that he I, I I feel like you know whether it's just Bruce or whether it's like full band whatever it may be um I think it would sound really good and I I'm excited just to hear something that for me, was a little bit surprising at first, like just something kind of unexpected. So, yeah. Kayla, thoughts? Yeah, I share in the same sentiments. I think my first initial reaction, honestly, was kind of a sort of confused. I remember him, I'm not sure when exactly was, but I could have sworn they there was a rumor that he was also putting, or maybe something from him himself, that he was putting out another sort of Western stars-like thing. He said that a while ago. So I thought that would have been, if anything, the next thing up. So when I heard this, I was a bit confused, but then quickly the excitement took over. I think same as Rachel said, just being someone who's just such a, a big fan will kind of jump at any sort of Bruce content that, you know, is, becomes available to us. And just, you know, looking back at a lot of his live performances and music over the years, a lot of it is definitely soul gospel infused. So I know this is something he can be really good at and have no doubt that he'll shine through in these songs. Um, but I also know there was another rumor that he's like doing shows in the fall as well. So there was just kind of a lot happening at once. And I, I was like, oh, so is that going to be the first time I'm going to see Bruce and not April? So there's a lot of thoughts. But overall, I think excitement again is the most prevalent feeling for me. Laura? This might sound bad, but I initially did not have a strong reaction. I was like, Oh, that would be cool if he did it. Maybe, maybe because I've been busy, maybe because, I don't know, I try to just, I I didn't want to be, as you said, those people who immediately jump to conclusions. I mean, I'll be satisfied even if he doesn't. I mean, that would be cool if he did. And about the soul covers, I was not expecting that. And it's a rumor. I mean... The person who's who the I think none but the brave podcast was like, oh, we don't we don't post rumors when someone called it a rumor. But 
I think I'd like it. It would make it would remind me of New Orleans. So and I just think that would be cool because it's a place where I've lived and it will have that feel maybe or I mean to be fair we don't really know exactly what the soul covers will be but I hope it can combine two things that I really love yeah you know my thought was because I had not seen this till I saw it on blogness and I went what and uh so I was surprised because a couple years ago when he was on uh, AMC or Turner Classic Movies, I, yeah, no, American Movie Class, I guess, where he did, he he did, he um, was interviewed and talk, you know, introduced a couple of movies. And he said, I don't think I'm a good vocalist, so I would never, I don't think anyone's looking for me to do a covers album, right? You know, a, a standards of like, you know, Bob Dylan has done. And I'm like, oh, yes pick your favorite Johnny Cash songs or pick your favorite country songs. I love this, Bruce. Uh, so I know that I have thought about, and I'm just too lazy, is taking all the fun covers off the official releases and making my own playlist. You know, and, and you can do that on Spotify, right? That Spotify has some covers of doing it. So, um, you know, I didn't enjoy the Seeger sessions as much as some did, uh, partly because my dad sang a lot of those songs when we were kids and Bruce didn't sing them the same way my dad did. Like, like Froggy Went a Courtin' when my dad sang it was totally different the way Bruce heard it. And so in my mind, Bruce had it wrong, right? Because I was six or seven and my dad played the guitar and played Friday Night Curtain. But I've heard, and based on like the DVD in Ireland, right? The you know uh, Dublin, I've had a friend who said going to the Seeger sessions live was as close to religious experience as he's ever had. So, you know, I'm gonna throw it open. It's kind of, you know, in my other part, right? When you, we always go back to in 1989 when uh, Beetlejuice and you know Mr. Mom is gonna be Batman. Oh, that's stupid. And then, of course, you know, so everyone rushes to judge before they seen. So I, I think it would be cool if he threw an album out. And I would think it's very cool for people on the East Coast if he did a few shows, you know, and just kind of did, you know, some, some covers. Um, and I wish they'd film it because I know with Western Stars, I really wanted like do a small tour, Bruce. And instead we got the film. So that's that's really great. Um, any other thoughts on that before I want to go to some guessing games? All right. So um, we're going to guess just and, and the what do you think they're going to come out on? What are the top three songs, you know, that because I give in my here's the premise. They're coming out on stage. They go into song one. They go into song two. They go into song three. And that's when he kind of goes, good evening, Jersey, or, you know, whatever. But he's that first three, one, two, three punch. So, Laura, I'm going to start with you. What's your guess? Oh, I, I prepared this, but I didn't know it was in order. I thought it was like, this that's, would be one, this, or not, this could also be one, or this No, that's, be one. that's fine. Just, okay. this, is, uh, this is like a horse race. You're, you know, you're not there, you know, win, place, and show. You are saying these three are the show in any particular order. Okay. So um, burn and train. Definitely burn and train. Um, maybe ghosts and then maybe sherry darling or the rising i know those two are random but i'm i'm more confident in the burning train one nope. i'm just really feeling that no i i like that all right rachel how about you okay so as far as like a first three i don't really like have any sort of guesses mine would be all over the place so I'm going to do it in the spirit of what Laura just did and say, these are three songs that probably some point throughout the show. I think, except for ghosts, I will say, I do think that that one 
probably will be the very first. Um, but also, I think at some point in the show, I think Born in the USA, um, because I remember seeing when the tour was first announced, I remember, like, I think it was something that was, like, official, like, on Bruce's, like, socials or something, um, where Born in the USA was playing. So that kind of surprised me just because I think that my mind was still set on, like, the Broadway version. Um, that's a lot different, totally different feel, much more stripped down, um, which was a whole nother religious experience in and of itself but I think that um so those two I think and then I don't know but it's it's funny to me that Laura mentioned Sherry Darling because that song was one of the ones that I was gonna say as one of the ones that I hope he plays but um honestly mostly because it's one of my mom's favorites and she's also never been to a E Street show so um so I'll I'll say that that's my backup third. I'll choose two thirds. Um, and then <laughs> maybe this is just me just wishful thinking, but I really think Born to Run at some point in the show, hopefully get tossed in there. So okay. I guess those would be my three slash four. All right. Kayla, how about you? Sure. No, those are really great suggestions. And I know I saw on uh, Twitter you there was a, a thread of people just throwing yeah. in their set list and I was trying not to look at it so I didn't yeah. cheat or anything because uh, this is a really hard question honestly and I was trying to think okay do we go more what are the three songs that are going to get the people going or maybe something more symbolic of the times and you know him being on tour after you know everything that the whole world has gone through but I definitely think he'll start off with ghosts and in the spirit of trying to maybe shake things up I, for some reason, Better Days came to my mind in thinking of one of the three openers. And then I do think Burn and Train will be up there in the start, but I think a fun band song like 10th Avenue Freeze Out or E Street Shuffle could be a good way to start the show too. So those are my three, but, and I truthfully don't know the sort of pace or kind of how he goes on in his concerts. I've only listened to a few live albums, but I assume he wants to get the crowd going early on from the start. So I would assume some more upbeat songs to start. It's all great choices. Uh, what I had said, and I did pick 34 songs. I just randomly picked 34 songs. And and so I said it would be Ghost, Burning Train, and then uh, Badlands is just, just, you know, bam, bam, bam to get it going. Um, I like all of y'all's choices. Um, and so... We're going to flip it now, and I'll give you a little background. I um, I was lucky enough that for my birthday, uh, Linda and Chris and I all went up to Tulsa, and we went to the Woody Guthrie Museum that had a – they have a Springsteen Live exhibit. And one of the kiosks was – had Bruce talking about how you build an encore. And he had his guitar and he says, if you're playing this song, it ends in this key. And so you want to get a song that has a key that is similar. And he starts changing it to another song. And he says, and so that way you build momentum. And then the fun part of the job was the little kiosk. It had five different decades and it had five or six shows from every decade. And then you pick the show and then it gave you whether it was four or five songs you picked and then it showed you what he really picked and what you picked. It was a fun afternoon. So a uh, little game. So uh, we're going to do the final three songs. And so Kayla, we'll start with you. This is, he's, he's in, you know, he's done the show. He's rocked. It's been three hours or three and a half, whatever it is. And he's got the last three. What do you think? What do you think he's sending us home with? Sure, that's really tough. I think, in the spirit of having watched No Nukes recently, I would hope he can throw in maybe Detroit Medley. I know that's asking for a lot, and it's a, a lot of time for an encore, but I think that'd be such an energizer. And I know sort of a, a little blast from the past, but I think that'd be great, especially since he released, you know, the video concert recently. Um, second choice, I wrote these down. 
I think Bobby Jean, that's sort of a, a little farewell song, which I think is still sort of upbeat. And then this might be a popular choice, but lastly, like I'll see you in my dreams to end. Uh, obviously, we don't know what his plans are after this tour, but, you know, just sort of thinking logically, this could definitely be sort of a farewell tour if, you know, hopefully it's not, but we never know. Uh, so I think it'd be great for fans to sort of hear that, you know, as a closer for the last time, which I'm sure is a popular choice for a lot of people and close with that on Broadway as well. But I think it's hard not to close with something as as powerful as that one. So yeah. those are my top three choices for, right. for the final three. Great. Rachel, how about you? Okay. Um, I think order wise i'm not sure but just ending songs i would say letter to you um and then land of hope and dreams and i'm kind of blanking on a third because i feel like in my opinion like land of hope and dreams and letter to you um those are kind of good like sending off songs um but I feel like there'll probably be like another more like high energy song. Um, so I don't know as far as a third goes. Um, but so, I, because I, sometimes he ends like the band kind of all goes away and then he does a solo. So right. that could give you some thoughts. Um, yeah. yeah. And by uh, the way, I did get Bobby Jean once. It I I've told the story before, but. Um, we were in Louisville and the show was over. I mean, Max had given his drumsticks away and everyone walked off band and Bruce picked up his guitar and started kind of strumming and you saw the band all come back and they did Bobby Jean kind of as a bonus. So that's a good choice. So what do you think, Rachel? Third? Oh, gosh. Um, Thunder Road? You know what? Probably. And it's so funny because I was literally, I was tweeting about that song so much today. I feel like um, with it being the 47th born to run anniversary right. and, you know, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think Thunder Road because you do get that balance of like, again, I think it's a good sending off song. Um, I literally tweeted today that it was the last song played at my parents' wedding reception. So maybe that's why it's been on the forefront of like sending off type of uh, situation. But yeah, but then the, Matt, like I said earlier, that that balance of the high energy as well um, to kind of balance out Letter to You and Land of Hope and Dreams as my other two guesses. So I like it. Laura, how about you? My guess is, I mean, I'm going to, I think the majority of my guesses will be acoustic because I think ever since the Wrecking Ball tour, Bruce has closed with acoustics. So. Maybe this hard land. Ooh, I like that, that. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd vibe with that. Um, what I want, but probably won't get, but I'm still very hopeful for, is Atlantic City acoustic. Um, I have some Bruce friends, and they tease me because I am really passionate that about the acoustic, and I'm meh about the full Virgin Van, like. I'm I'm not a big fan of the full band. No, full full band version. Right. I'm not a big fan of the full band version. Uh, so this hard land, Atlantic City. One more, Laura. Okay, why am I forgetting? Um. Hmm. I want to say maybe Dancing in the Dark. Because they, I'm kind of blurring the encore and the closing, but I think that would be one that would be cool to close with, but right. might right. not happen. No, I like it. Um, I picked American Land because that's one of my favorite songs, and he did close. Obviously, Land of Hope and Dreams because that's one of my top two songs. Though I will, I will lose my blank if he does Better Days live. Like, you know, because that is my number one Bruce song. So, and I've never seen it live and I will be losing my stiff. Uh, and then I, I'm like you, Kayla, and a lot of people have, I'll see you in my dream solo, kind of as the way he gets us off. The way 
he did Thunder Road solo a lot of the tours. You know, he he kind of ended with that. So yeah, those are all great choices. Um, I, I I I love that, and um, you know, I think one of the challenges that Bruce has in building a set list is he has a new album. Let's say if he has a new covers album and, you know, and plus all this other catalog, um, you know, I once told someone, they said I was, um, you know, I, I could never, she was saying, I, I, I don't need to hear born to run again. And I said, I get it, but, it's someone's first show every show. And if you go see Bruce Breed and the E Street Band and you don't hear Born to Run, aren't you a little disappointed? And she went, wow, hadn't thought of that. Okay, I take it back, right? Because both of you, Laura and Rachel, he didn't do Born to Run on this second Broadway tour. So you guys still have not heard Born to Run live. That's good. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, wrapping it up. This has been so much fun. Okay. We're going to start with you, Rachel. You have the you have the golden ticket from Willy Wonka. You get <laughs> to give this to Bruce or Steven and say, this is my request and they have to play it. What's that one song that if you, you, you know, Take your best shot. You know, I'm going to take my shot. The words of Hamilton. What would it be? <laughs> Racing in the street. I, I think it's so that's darkness is my favorite album. Racing is my favorite song. Um, so hearing that song live, I think would just be a whole. I would have like a separate religious experience within the outer religious experience that I'd be having from a first E Street show. So that's, I think, always and forever probably going to be my number one. I love it. I love it. All right. How about you, Laura? I thought of this question as, okay, there's one. What's he, I thought of it as, what is he going to play? And what is he probably not going to play that I want to hear? It's a good, and, that's a good thought to have. Because I don't want to waste it on Thunder Road. Because you know he's going to play Thunder Road. <laughs> so this might change. But have you ever heard Soul Driver live from Human Touch? No. Yeah, that's I. I really got into that this year. And I don't think I've ever heard it live. So I, I, I'm going to say Soul Driver because that it's a pretty cool song. Nice. I love it. I love it. All right, Kayla, how about you? Sure. So um, my favorite album of Bruce's is the Wild Innocent East Street Shuffle. And that three song finish of his is my absolute favorite. But I think if I had the golden ticket, I'd do um, Incident into Rosalita. So that sort of following each other. I think that little piano ending, he does an incident to to lead to Rosalita. If people heard that, I feel like they'd go wild, including myself. So I think that'd be a, a cool way. I know he's probably Rosalita's in there, but uh, Incident, I know, is a not a, a for sure spot in the set list. So I think that transition would be really, really cool to hear live. Oh, I like that. I like all three of your choices. I, I like that. I uh, Better Days would be mine. I just because it just, I love that song so much. And, and, uh, like I said, I would lose my blank if I uh, had this. Um, all right, uh, Laura, any final thoughts? Anything um, that we should have discussed that we didn't? Um, maybe songs we that what was I going to say that we want? Like, I I feel like we didn't really go into like just generally songs that we want to hear. Okay. That sounds great. That sounds perfect. Walk us through, give us, um, give us a few that you like that's on your bingo card. Like, okay, I, I want to have that experience. That's a great question. Uh, hmm, now I can't think of it. Wow. <laughs> now that you ask, um, Badlands, I want to, I now I love how like they started doing the soccer chant in later tours i right. can't wait to do that but uh, i think 
Because I think it started pretty recently. I mean, it went from like Bruce and the band singing the ooze to the band to the fans jumping like this. So I want to hear that. It, it is kind of funny when you listen to the archives early, they don't do that, you know? Yeah. So you're like, Oh wait. Okay. So that's, that's a great choice. And now, it, and now it feels kind of empty whenever I hear it, when I, ugh. um, I'd say Detroit medley. Definitely that I've really been into that this year because the night, Okay. I love Bruce's version of that. I love that live. Hungry Heart. I know in one of in a podcast episode with you, I said Hungry Heart was overrated. And now I'm saying, oh, I want it on the tour. But after but, listening, it no, grew on me. It well, grew on me. I was going to bring up, that's another thing that the first time I was at a show where the whole audience sang the first verse, I went, oh my goodness, I've heard that they do this, but this is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So I agree. That would be one of the live experiences that, you know, it's on the bingo card. I want to have that experience. I want, Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I want to see the lights gone on and everyone's shouting born to run. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I want the thunder road with the show little faith. Yeah. Where everyone sings that. Yes, I agree. That is perfect. Those are great. And I, I don't know if others can share, but I also want to say for final thoughts that I'm really excited for the people I'm going to meet. I think we will come back to that more. Uh, Rachel, how about you? That was a great question. Thank you, Laura. Okay. So, yeah, I really like the question because I was thinking about the, that earlier. So, um, okay, prove it all night. Uh, I had like a whole list, run, whole running list in my head, and now I'm gonna forget. But my hometown, that's the very first Bruce song that I can recall hearing when I was like three years old. So, absolutely that one. Um, and then the next two are kind of random, I feel like, but they're just personal favorites. I think 57 channels would be so good. Um, <laughs> so that. <laughs> And then also, uh, I've been listening to Radio Nowhere a lot lately. So that was kind of like, also, I think would be a good concert song. Um, and then also Wrecking Ball, just because I feel like that song is so fitting right now. Um, so yeah, so I feel like I kind of... I, I, I like that. Random. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love both of those choices. You know, um, it, it, the Wrecking Ball, especially that that feeling. You know, what I hate is he doesn't do Meet Me in the City anymore. You know, he had just done that for the tour. And I think that's a great song that doesn't get played that uh, I would do that. Um, Kayla, how about you? Are there... Growing up, right? Like you, yeah. I was going like, to say that growing, one. For yeah, sure. growing up, well, which is your version of better days? You will go, yes, for sure. yes, yeah. exactly. No, I'm, I'm so excited because I feel like there are a lot of shoe ins, like a lot of stuff from Born to Run and get some darkness. I feel like when you ask me this question, I, I think of the more sort of obscure sort of things I'd love to listen to and hear live. I've been listening to a lot of Human Touch lately, and I love Roll of the Dice. And I watched a YouTube video where he opened with that once. Or you have things like take them as they come. I know he like randomly did it at Hyde Park. So stuff like that. But then, like you said, would die if I heard growing up. I'd pass away at that concert, die happily. Um, but no, and then other things like Letter to You, I don't know how to what extent he'll play that. But I, I have a stronger liking towards those songs he recorded, you know, way back when that he's just reviving now. So songs like songs for orphan or you know if i was appreciating he's a shooter i think that'd be epic to hear live so i mean i really honestly can't go wrong with whatever he plays just excited yeah. to hear it all yeah i if if i was the priest power prayer i would love both of those along with burning train and uh you know uh ghost i agree um and and i i do agree with little steven doing Tucson train. If we get one, I think that could be, yeah. that would be a fun E street band song to do. I agree. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 
I just want that energy. I think the excitement of, you know, you're, <clears throat> and it is fun. I, you know, I, I always have tons of cards and I'm going around. I'm the Ignatius guy. Hi, I do a Springsteen podcast. Hi, I do a Springsteen podcast. Here, here's my card. What do you think he's going to start with? What are you going to do? And just, you meet all these great people and, and, you know, they're your siblings, they're your cousins, they're your uncles and aunts and all this, the, the Springsteen family uh, where you get to just enjoy. And so I, I think, Laura, you talking about that. It, it should be. And, you know, we have made a long distance friendship. There are people that we know that because of online that we see, you know, I'm going to be thrilled to, to see these people and talk. So, yeah, that's that's all good choices. Um, so, Laura, you were on that. Talk about meeting people and final thoughts. Um, I'm going to meet Rachel and Madison. You know Madison, right, Jesse? Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm going with a friend and we're all going to meet and gonna be fun i'm really looking forward to it i don't really know what else i can add but yeah we're in a group chat and i and they want and i keep sending them pinterest for outfits that they can have <laughs> and i'm like here here's this and then i'm like oh we should wear those match we should have matching hats for the show and take a picture <laughs> so i'm really geeking out about it i love that i know uh in the the river tour, the, the second one, uh, Mo Mac had died. And so her family had green shirts about made up and there she had, they, uh, they sold them at cost and they, they had people wearing her shirt at every stop of the show. So that in her spirit of their friend and their family member was at the show. And so, yeah, I think that would be cool. I would be, uh, I, I'd be that too. Like, okay, let's all get the same shirt. And, you know, we can be, we're camp buddies. Uh, Rachel, how about you? Any final thoughts? Yeah. So um, I'm super excited to meet, especially Laura. Um but yeah, just honestly, anybody that I've built up a friendship with on Twitter, I know when I saw Springsteen on Broadway, that was super wild was meeting people in real life that like, I literally had somebody like approach me and say, I'm assuming you're Rachel. Um, Really nice to meet you. I see your tweets all the time. And I was like, me famous? Like it was so, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, definitely just meeting anybody. And um especially like going back to Broadway last year I remember at the end of the show thinking oh my god like you know it was COVID masks were required I mean it's still COVID but you know um but I remember standing near everybody and thinking oh my god like I just want to like stand up and move around and like dance with strangers like it truly does like you said, give that family feel as opposed to like some random person on Twitter that also likes Bruce, you know, it's, it is a lot more than that, at least to me. And I know that that's definitely um, a common feeling. So yeah, for sure. And as a final thought, um, I'm really hoping that on this upcoming tour, we get lots and lots of Nils solos. Um, I feel like I can't visit without talking about my hero. So yeah, just going to end on that. <laughs> Absolutely. I I was going to bring that up. I, I'm glad you did. All right. So, Kayla, how about you? Did talking to your peers get you even more pumped about the show? Yes. No, definitely. I That kind of relates to what I was thinking about saying for these final thoughts. Uh, just personally speaking, my experience with Bruce has very much been sort of isolated. I did not grow up on Bruce. Like, my parents did not listen to Bruce you know, during my childhood, I found it in high school through sort of a very specific and random experience. And none of my friends listened to Bruce as well. So it's really been a shared connection between myself and just maybe a few random people. Uh, so again, like having these conversations, talking to more people and having that sort of experience widen and, you know, 
brought in this network that I'm having with people my age, you know, like you, Jesse, having these conversations and with the hurdle reaching so many people now, it's it's gotten me so excited that I'm going to be in a room full of people who love Bruce just as much as I do. So uh, the feelings are, are overwhelming. And I'm definitely, again, like everyone has said, very, very excited to see him for the first time. I, well said. Well, I, I don't want to get overly sentimental, but I'm going to. Um, the future of Bruce fandom is in good shape um, because I, the three of you are great examples of people who are passionate about Bruce's music. And as life continues to move, you'll continue to share the joy and the power of his music. And so I, I really appreciate you guys being there. I appreciate you taking time out of your night to join me. Um, so, um, all right. Uh, if you, I know some of you are on social media, some of you don't, but if you want to make your plug, go ahead, Rachel, if someone wants to reach you. Okay, so I'm pretty sure my actual Twitter handle is Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L underscore B-E-R-C. Um, but if you just put in Rachel in the street, that's, I switched over from Rachel against the machine. So that's how you can find <laughs> me. <laughs> that's good. So I know, Laura, you don't hang out on social media very often. So, but if someone wants to reach you, they can reach out to me and I'll connect you. Right? And Yes. Yes. And Kayla is um are we seeing an uptick of uh Springsteen hurdles since your episode definitely yes no so thank yes. you for that as well um but yeah no if anyone wants to find me personally my twitter handle is uh, at Kayla cp underscore and again if you're not playing the hurdle already definitely uh use it as a way to prepare for the tour I know a lot of people are loving it and uh, I'm so glad it can be and continue to be a source of joy for a lot of people. And I'm having fun, you know, seeing everyone's responses too. So continue to play the hurdle if you're not already. Good. Well, this is, as I'm recording this, it's the middle of, uh, it's toward the end of August. I'm going to bank this for my September. But so this is my first official recording for our my celebration month. And I think it just started out perfectly. Thank all three of you so much for your time. I just... I, I am so proud of all of you, and, I, and I'm glad to call you friends. So listeners, uh, send me what you think. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're excited about the tour. Go get vaccinated, boosted, and let's be kind to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. You can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only. That listening, Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.